Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me as always, the lovely, the talented, the man in need of a haircut, Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey everybody, how are you? I just know this week it's past the Rubicon. It's gone. gone. (laughs) I actually asked the wife Friday, hey, you know, if I give you the shaver and the length I want it, will you cut my hair? No. Okay, thanks. (laughs) Okay, thanks. What are you afraid of? Was she going to give you a Van Gogh? Like, I mean, I I, don't hear. The longest one that we have. Right. Just buzz it to that. Right. I'll be fine. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Okay. Okay, (laughs) why not? Well, you can get somebody else to do it. I could. I could. It's all the same. Sixteen dollars and a tip. Twenty by twenty-five with a tip. It's twenty. Where are you going? Benz's on Main Street. Oh, okay. Where do you go? Great Clips. I'm a Great Clips kind of guy. Obviously, I mean, like, uh, I'm not fancy either. But I mean, I go. I've been going there since before it was hers. When it was Tony's, I went there, and when they moved, they kept going, and it's. Yeah, yeah, no. It's, I used to go to a guy, I know, a guy's riveting pod talk. I know, we're sorry. I used to go to a place <laughs> down uh, or closer to where the old Goodwill was. Okay. And uh, local talk, guys. Um, but Frank retired because he was 11 billion years old. <laughs> yeah. And it was attached to his house. So he was like, no more. No more people in my it house. It was the greatest setup. His house. and had a little, like, storefront next to it. Yeah. And it. There was a door from his kitchen to his into his store, yeah, <laughs> or into his barber shop. I should That's say. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't he? Couldn't it? Mm-hmm. Like he'd be like, you know, uh, hey, hang on a second. And he'd come back with a cup of coffee. And like, you know. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I'm like, That's all right, great. Frank, good job. I like it. Well, we're here today. Uh, to talk about, strangely enough, Ultraman. Oh, that's what we do. That's right. Yeah. That's why we're here. I forgot. This is, uh, and you know, Pat, I gotta say, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying the new show. Not as much um, Ted Danson as I was expecting. Oh, that's Ultraman Becker. Never mind. Oh, oh, oh. Boom. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what was I expecting? That's um, fine. That's fine. <laughs> By the way, guys, that should have been an episode one joke, but I forgot. That's fine. We, we get them eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they work it. They work their way up to the top of the pile. Uh, the destructive monster awakens, yeah. as opposed to the non-destructive monsters that are constantly awakening. I, I all four of them figure it out. <laughs> maybe our maybe Pigmon is the only guy who's not causing a problem. We haven't seen Pigmon in a very long. Time. Yeah, get cracking. Um, <laughs> Give our director and our date, please. Sure, seven thirty. 2021. Two. Damn it. These guys are killing me. I'm just reading <laughs> off the script here. Not disagreeing. I'm just going to... Mm. Now I know to listen for it. Yeah. So. Takanori Tsujimoto is our director. And Taco Nakano is our screenplay writer. Uh, a mysterious giant capsule suddenly appears uh, in a forgotten hot spring town. Yes. Although the mayor is taking pictures and looks oddly happy about it. Uh, Monza Agar appears to throw guts left in the town for, excuse me, further into chaos. Of course. Uh, their hopes to save the day lie in a promising new technology, so Kanata and crew turn their efforts into combining the two guts aircraft into the guts Griffin. Yes. Which, once they start selling that thing, oh, easy, that's easy. the thing I want. <laughs> <laughs> I still want, uh, what's the other one? The Nurse Desi? No, the other one. 
There was another one we wanted. Oh, the King Joe that turns into the tank. Yes. I still want that. <laughs> I still really want that. That's a great... I want the nice nurse that turns into the that's gigantic cool. dragon. That's cool. <laughs> but I really like the, the, the King Joe. It's a King Joe storage custom is really still top-notch as far as gotcha. I'm concerned. Gotcha. Uh, so, yeah. This is, uh, this is, again, fourth episode of the series. And uh, it um, opens up with... Uh, the crew, um, you know, I really don't think there's enough guys in Guts. Like, there's three guys they send out in the field, and I'm like... Now, this is where I'm going to go with they're still under some COVID protocol. Probably, yes. They can't have as many people as they would like to have because of COVID protocols. And right. we don't know what they are. Now, they're a lot tighter. They're less than six feet away. Yeah. But... There's got to be some sort of COVID protocols as to why we yeah. don't have as many people. Oh, I'm sure. There has to be. I'm, I'm sure there is. Um, but uh, Or it could be that this is what the Ultraman Dyna had. and This is what we're going with. We're going to try to be That's as... also a possibility. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, okay, fine. That's, it's, it's fine. But like, I feel like you guys are running a, you guys are running a shift with not enough guys. You yes. Know, like, yes. <laughs> You're 100 percent right. <laughs> you feel, I, need more guys. I Get feel like, more guys. Yeah, I feel like how, how you know how are they supposed to? Also, who's watching the place when I, I assume it's Hanjiro, but right. who's watching the place when everybody's you know going to have a cup of coffee or like you know and asleep? They, <laughs> that's right. They never show a second shift <coughs> or a third shift, right? And you got to figure at minimum, yeah, they need those. And then, God forbid, anybody decides to get sick. You need yeah. even more guys. You would think. I'm just but, saying. Yeah. It's Japan. Sickness is inefficient. <laughs> Much like the Germans. They, they, oh, we don't do oh, that. We don't, we don't do sick days. They do sick days better than anybody. Um, uh, everybody does sick days better than we do. Yeah, <laughs> everybody does sick days better than we do. Yeah. Absolutely. Sick days. Pregnancy. The oh, vacation. Vacations. Yeah. Everybody does everything better than us. But yeah, we're the best. Okay. Yeah, we're sure. Exactly. Uh, Kanata, Ichika, and uh, Ruman are, are uh, or Karina rather, are, uh, are uh, in Fighting. a building and they're, they're chasing down some alien shiplays, or shaplays rather. And, Is uh, that what those aliens were? Yeah. Okay. We've seen them before. Oh, no. But I'm we not... didn't get a good, we didn't get a really a great. Look Visual at them, them. right? Uh, but that's what they were. It's like, hey, what do we got in the in the in wardrobe that we yeah that we can use quickly and easily yeah, that yeah. hasn't been you know eaten away by time. Um, Fair. And what I think was a completely maybe computer generated generated Bemular. <laughs> it was absolutely completely computer generated. Because well, they're in a simulation. Exactly. Yes. All it is is training, right. so you don't really have to use the real suit that you've got in the back. Right, right, right. You can use the digital suit. And yeah, it was it's not nice. great. Oh, it's just training anyway. That's right. You yeah. don't care. <laughs> okay. So uh, Kanata <laughs> like goes chasing after one of the ship plays, uh Go goes uh, shoots him. Goes outside and uh, encounters Bimular straight away. And then the um, the Henshin coffee mug appears in front of him for uh, transformation versus, and he just whips it away. <laughs> Which is I was the like, level of silliness I need. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> Nobody knew, but that's the kind of nonsense. 
just like the original Ultraman with the spoon. Yeah. That's the nonsense you need so yeah. kids can do, no, 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 I don't need that yeah. yet. But Hanajiro's like, hey, you know, uh, you almost transformed into Ultraman. He's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know if you know this, but I know, I know it. Jeez. Uh, but you're not helping. <laughs> you, you robot potato. Exactly. And like you said, again, this honey thing, they are, I don't see why there's no commercials. Yeah, don't worry, yet. it's coming. It's coming. It's got to be By the second half, you figure there has happen. to be. There has to be. <laughs> Hanajiro has got to have a toy. There has It's going to be remote controlled. The head's going to move. The eye's yep. going to be able to speak through your phone into it. And it's going to come up with the <laughs> you know. And it's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Between that and the Griffin. Those are the two, true, of course. They're those sold. are the two big toys you see coming out of sure. this series. Sure, sure, sure. It's easy peasy. That's that. That's you. There are certain things that when you watch an Ultraman show, you're like, "That'll be a toy. That'll be a toy. That'll be." A toy. And granted, it's most things, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just if, if they don't market some sort of Hanajiro, like there's going to be a little figure of him. Clearly, right? There will be exactly. a, a vinyl figure of him that right. will be six dollars or whatever. But there needs to be the hundred dollar remote control yeah. light up doohickey. Yeah. Yes. Not disagreeing. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. There has to be. There absolutely and I think it's gonna be more than a hundred dollars personally. <sighs> okay. If you're gonna have the head turn around and then up and down and Yeah, it might be more than a hundred dollars. Yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, everything's a hundred dollars. Yeah, well that's the thing, is everything's a hundred dollars. <laughs> He's clearly more than that. Like it's a better thing. Um so anyway, um let me see if I can find a little bit. For well, anyway, so we, they get called to a uh, briefing. Yeah, sure. and they show these spheres joining with the monster from the first with Gamora, right. Gamora, to make it bigger. And then they say that the normal Falcon and the normal Hawk can't really attack once these spheres join it. But yeah, they don't have, yeah, they don't have enough juice, right? Right, but. We've got this new Griffin that we're almost ready to use. Yeah, a couple still, more tests. Yeah, a couple more tests. The the Griffin we've used the Griffin, but we think we're gonna. Yeah, we we've used the uh, the Falcon and the Hawk, and we think the Griffin's gonna be a great thing. We're gonna, we're gonna shake the shake the rust off right. a little bit, you know. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. And you knew as soon as they said it, right? That it was going to be in this episode. Well, yeah, of course. Even, okay, we need more tests. You know what? Here's a real-life test. Let's give it a shot. Yeah, we'll give you... How about a month? How about baptism by fire? That's what Ultraman does. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And then we bounce over to this town, Unahama. Yep. Which, okay, fine. Hot Spring Town. Sure, sure. And made me want to go to a hot spring though. Lay in a hot spring for a week, right? <laughs> <laughs> Call me old hot spring Rooney, they will. Sure. Sure, I don't care. You <laughs> just sit in it for a while, get yeah. some of the aches away. <laughs> but then we see a drill which all of a sudden has broken because it hit something. Right. And then this giant blue capsule right. emerges out of the ground. Yeah, it's like a, a four-story Dayquil or something. It's, you know, it's exactly what it is. <laughs> and that doesn't look at all like it's there. 
Oh, you didn't think? I didn't think so at all. Now, I'm good with them using CG. I thought that looked okay. I Especially did. when, I, I mean, in the first scene, it comes out of the ground, and you're like, okay, whatever. And then at a certain point when Decker has to whack it to make, to make it stop doing something, it's clearly there. It didn't look like it was there at all ever to me. I just don't know if it was uh, whether that's color or um, what what size screen did you watch it on? Did you? My iPad regular television. television. Okay, my regular television because I'm amazingly up earlier than everybody, so I watched it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, you're not wrong. So I'm watching it, and it didn't look like it was there. Now oh, you enough. might be right; they might have used something. And with the digital coloration that they had to use to get it to that pop be, out onto sure. screen, it might have taken it away, the real thing that was behind it. Right. But it didn't look like it was there. Tell me. Okay. That's Just fine. Saying. Um, I thought it was, I thought we had a lot of nice miniature work this episode. Yes. Comparatively. There was, and a lot of the miniature work that they did, like you said, is excellent. Mm-hmm. They had they had a car in there. They had a couple buildings oh, and trees in the car that flipped over. Yeah, the scene where they're fighting and Ultraman kicks a car. Yeah. Oh, come on. That's yes. the That's stuff we need. Terrific. We, we want the miniatures. Right. I understand. CG is cheaper and easier. I get it. Mm. But I want the miniatures. That's why people are complaining. Like They're like, why does CG on some of the Marvel shows look a little hinky. And I don't see it most of the time. I'm like, looks fine to me. I'm the but then they're like, you go to a show on Hulu, which doesn't have like infinite money like Disney does. Right. And you watch the Orville and the Orville looks bruh, like, oh my God, does the Orville look uh, fantastic, right? And they're like, yeah, but they've been working on the Orville for three years, practically. Yeah. Like yeah. because of COVID the special effects guys have had way more time. They way more all time. All the time to do everything that they would right. like to do. That's the problem with the Disney shows is they, that they're, they, they're on a timetable. They do have time limits. Yeah. They may have decent time, but they do have time limits. Right. There's only so much. You can throw all the money in the world at a movie or a TV show, but if you don't have the time to process the effects properly... It's going to look a little it's off. It's going to And there's no way around. The end of Black, uh, Black Widow. Yeah. That scene with the helicopter looks horrendous. The Not end wrong. of Black Panther looks like a video game fight for really does. too. Really does. Because they changed the plot at the last minute, apparently, and they had to scrap what they had originally, and they... And they didn't have time to right. make it look as good as they could have. Right. I'm not disagreeing with you. Right. And that, that just like... I don't know, hold it off a couple of weeks. But I know they don't want to do that because then it's going to interfere with other movie, you know, other premieres. And they have a timeline. <laughs> and now the new Marvel timeline is already out. And it's packed. It's packed. Yeah. And my- <laughs> on the Weekly Planet this week, they're like, I'm Kevin Feige. I'm going to release all the cool stuff before I retire. And the new guy's pretty screwed. Much- <laughs> you can see that's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, he's going for Secret Wars, he's going for Kang, he's going for... He's throwing everything at the screen. Yep. Whether you want it or not, it's all there. I know people who are like, you don't think there's too many superheroes. Shut up. 
<laughs> I waited 40 years. Exactly. <laughs> Did you see the stupid Captain America movie we had to watch when we were children? He had a clear shield. A clear shield! <laughs> Do you remember the, the Lou Ferrigno Hulk? Yeah. That's all you have to say. I mean, we all loved the Lou Ferrigno Hulk because it's what we had at the time. But, but do you remember the Nicholas Hammond Spider-Man? His web was a uh, rope. I know. His web was a, a rope. rope. I guys, come very, on. very well. Like, it's not... <laughs> it's only been 10 years, 12 years, but 13. No, 20. Came out in 2009, didn't 2000 was the original Spider-Man. I'm not counting that. I'm counting MCU. Real oh, MCU. 2009 with Iron Man. Yes. Yeah, That's what so I'm counting. 13, 2008. Whenever, whenever that yeah. came out. 13, 14 years, yeah. whatever it is. So it's not that long. It no. seems like a long time because they're they packed dumping out stuff like crazy. And hey, guess what? Uh, don't watch it. it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's Either it. Don't watch it. You don't have to watch it. Nobody's dragging you and taking your money out of your pocket to make oh, you I sit in the doing that. I have been doing that. I rent a van every weekend, and I round up a bunch of people, and I and just you have get, to spend your money to see this movie. Get in there, get in there, I kick them and punch them and push them in the line. It's it's everybody needs a hobby, Pat. You, know. you got to do what you got to. Yeah, do that's right, that's right. And, you know, it's a. In the seventies, everyone was kung fu fighting. It's the same thing. It is exactly. <laughs> they will sell what does sell. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly it. That's right. You keep buying it, they'll keep making it. That's right. That's all it ever is. I like people who are like, well, oh, they put out another Batman movie and it wasn't good. Well, then stop going to Batman movies. Stop going to whatever isn't good. And they won't make any more if you stop going. You're not wrong, my friend. No. I didn't really have much of a problem with this new Batman movie. Didn't see it yet. The only thing I can tell you is it's very mopey. So be <laughs> be ready man. for mopey. He's a bad. My parents are dead. <laughs> no, that's, that sounds really. And callous. I'm not disagreeing, but it is very '90s goth mopey. Okay, that's fine. My only beef is not everything has to be three hours. Yes, it should not have been three hours. You know that Roger Corman set that I showed you yes. today. Five movies in that set, right? Yes. They're all under 70 minutes. Yes. Get in, get out. Get, get in, get out. Roger Corman is the king of get in, get out. But, uh, <laughs> get in, get out. <laughs> it's a new thing. Get in, get out. But yeah, it's a dollar twenty-five for five movies. Great. Quarter each. I'm perfect. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch them all in one week. Monday through Friday. <laughs> I got an hour. Bing, bing, bing. I got an hour. I got you. Yeah. Wow. Not wrong. I can bang out five movies, and they're great. They're great. If they're not, the fast is a bit. It's a Roger Corman movie. It's an hour out of my life. (laughs) You know, the man, the man has committed money and time to like watch the Mask of the Red Death with Vincent Price, and then you'll see like, oh yeah, he really does like he can and will commit to certain things like right, and he because he knows that's going to make money. That's going to make money, and all the rest of the stuff that he does. Whether or not it makes money. No, 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 no. Roger Corman never doesn't turn a profit. Yeah, but that, that's the thing. His movies are made so cheaply to, that, that they're they going to turn a profit. That's right. My love his slogan, do a good job for me and you'll never have to work for me again in your life. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. So um, we have uh, this, this capsule comes up. 
and uh, the mayor is talking about how the um, water doesn't really uh, flow properly anymore. Um, right, because it's a hot springs town, mm-hmm. and somehow this it's giant egg town. has changed the direction of the spring. Probably. That's what he says. Oh, then. <laughs> He's like, we have a geyser and it hardly shoots anything anymore. And you cut to this little thing going, boink. <laughs> I was like. They purposely put that this in. This guy is a comedy director. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. <laughs> is to cut to the tiny spring. Bing. <laughs> and the sign, they have like a billboard with a. The thing that moves up and down showing the spring, it's great. It's fantastic. It's absolutely great. That's the level of comedy we would like that's to see. That's what I want. Say. Yeah. That's... Because that goes above kids' heads a bit, right. and every adult is looking and going, ah! Yeah, yeah that's good stuff. <laughs> so, uh, we uh, then suddenly there's uh, something. Where does Ma, um, Mons Agar show up? Like, does he come under from underground? He does, because now we're at this, we go to the shrine. Right. Oh, that's right. They're at the They're shrine. They're flying over the object. It's 18 meters long, so you're only seeing a bit of it over the ground. Right, the right, 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 right. And it's somehow emitting a regular signal. They're at a oh, shrine. Oh, that's it. Yes. They're at a shrine where I got some god that I've never heard of. Right. Had descended. They sure. figure out that this object is now... 1,300 years old mm-hmm. because science. Yeah. It all of a sudden decides to emit red smoke mm-hmm. and then becomes Monsagar. Yeah. Which is about the coolest suit. Yeah, it's I pretty cool. I've seen. Yeah, I like that suit. I mean, just red. Didn't have to have any other colors and it had the little bluey thing on it's got top. a little black in it, but. Not a lot. Just it's it's accenty, accented red. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, the thing I didn't like was when this thing started shooting fire, because the fire was against CG. Yeah, it wasn't there. Yeah, it. You have to have a little bit of an explosion behind your CG. Yeah, I don't so much mind them doing the CG flamethrower effect. That's fine. Give me some. Yeah, give me a little bit of explosion. And again, you can expand the explosion with your CG. I'm good. But you've got to have some sort of explosion behind the CG so we can see that explosion. Yeah. You got a bat in the cave, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) Um, But it was gross, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) But now, the Falcon and the Hawk realize that they have to attack it from two different sides. Sure. As you do. Right. And then they figure out that this skin is hard to shoot through. Yeah, it's some sort of 58% more hard than diamond. Type or some sure. such nonsense. Yeah. It's from space. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that could be <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the super tough metal in the Ultraman Shecky series. Gesundheit. <laughs> We're giving these for free, people. It's <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Um, and then we, they finally translate the language of this capsule, mm. and they found out that it's this, sending a signal. Yeah, right. This monster 
is for sale. Right. You want to stop your sky-faring species? Buy this yeah. now. We can destroy just about anything. Here at, <laughs> at the Monzagar Institute, our giant monster will beat the crap out of any civilization. They're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> exactly. So then he transforms into Ultraman. Yes, he does. Well, no, no. I'm sorry. The Falcon first gets shot on by right, the monster. Right, right, right. Goes on fire. Transforms into Ultraman, grabs the Falcon, mm-hmm. puts it out with the geyser. Right. Which is. That, yeah, I mean, you couldn't have. That. Also, looked like he was getting squirted in the butt with it, and he was like, ooh. Like, <laughs> so. So they like, oh, I'm a bad boy. <laughs> so uh, then the, the fight ensues. Right. Uh, what I, one of the things I liked about uh, what uh, Monsagar does is he can make this fireball sort of appear in front of him, and then he like, like blows a kiss at you and he shoots it at you. Right. That was a neat effect. It was a decent effect. Yeah, that I was cool. I liked it. That was I cool. I liked it. And then they figure out. That this thing on top of his head is a nerve cluster. It's a nerve it's cluster. Like a, it's like a. It looks like a dome. Like it does. Like a it bluish does. dome. <laughs> so Decker tries to hit it, and it for, for and some sort of force field appears over. Right. And some head shoot. Bong, and he like hits. <laughs> and he's like, ow. <laughs> and you could see even through this, he's like, ow, guys. Yes, that was not what I wanted. <laughs> but my favorite, my absolute favorite. Bit of this whole fight is uh, Hanjiro uh, pretending to be Kanata. Kanata. Because they're trying to contact him as he's in the Falcon. Yeah. And Hanjiro is like, hey guys! Yeah. How you doing? He does, the voice. he does the voice, but obviously he does it in what is a hickey dialect. Yes. Because they're like, hey y'all, why don't we get them burned? <laughs> and their face is like, and Ultraman looks at him and he's like, what, you don't talk like that? He's like, mm. <laughs> that's not what you sound like? <laughs> sound like to me, I don't know, you bumpkin. <laughs> you rice cracker selling bumpkin. Uh, and as soon as I, they did say, hey, y'all, I'm like, okay, so now we're really going for yeah, this. Yeah, he's silly. hicking it up, yeah. <laughs> like, he's totally hicking it up. And, and I don't know what the conversion to Japanese is for... Y'all, yeah, but I want to know in about the worst way. I, yeah, there's no like uh, <laughs> easy conversion. Not only that, but I don't think there's a. Uh, I don't think there's a. Um, uh, is, there, is there trivia for this episode? No, of course not. Of course not. Normally Why they would it? say like, "Oh, he uses a, this kind of accent." You know right. what I mean? Like, and you're like, mm. but then Hane tells Kanata, "You have to stimulate the water underground." Right. For some reason. They then transform the Griffin and the Hawk, or I'm sorry, the Hawk and the Falcon right. into the Griffin. Right. Which, which is neat. Is neat. <laughs> That's the toy that is going to sell as soon as they have it out. Sure. You can see that. Well, in theory, it should be out now. It wasn't on any of the commercials today. No, no, you know, you're right, which is very odd. I was amazed that. Because you want that on your first set of commercials so kids know, oh, I got to go out and get this today. Now that I know how it transforms and yeah. combines and all that, you see the little green 
That was CG. That I'm Oh, that I thought was CG. cool though with the little, it was like a homing. Uh, little homing beacons that went in. That's not the word I'm looking for. Uh, tractor beam. Yes. Yeah. And it was cool. That CG was cool because you don't expect to be able to see anything. So you're not disappointed in it. Yeah. I thought that was, yeah, that looked really cool. Um, Go ahead. What do you got? Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Now, our Ultraman is now strong type. And yeah, because he transforms. Because he hurt his hand. That's why. <laughs> yeah, hi. Right, so let me transform into the stronger type. Oh, okay, with the big monster head and the old <laughs> skull. And what I didn't realize, and I know I should have known from Leo, that from Leo, he's got a flame foot. Yes. I should have known from Leo he sure, can't have a flame foot. Yeah, that was great. I very much enjoyed the flaming foot. <laughs> the ultra hot foot. Exactly. Which then not only hurts the monster, but somehow cracks the little shield on the nerve thing. Yeah. Well. Because science. Yeah. And then they've solved that problem by putting a bunch of Roman candles in the, uh, or a, a big sparkler in well, the suit. So it just shoots a bunch of sparks out of the top of it. And then the griffin, <laughs> the griffin fires on that right. Roman candle, and that's what blows our yeah. monster up. So it's not just Ultraman that can blow monsters up. Now right. he has to make them weaker. Yeah, but it's not just Ultraman. That I also thought up. when they showed the griffin and the falcon flying around, the scale was a lot better this week. A good bit better. Yeah, good bit better. Yeah, which I liked. Also, and you know, it happens really quick. But at, when the when the the ship pans like towards no, it's not pans, not the right word. When the what ship flies? flies towards the camera, there is at least three frames where you see the pilot in it. Yes, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. That's a nice little touch. <laughs> but I, one of the things I really like is when uh, Hanjiro decides, well, I'm going to go pilot the what do you call it? Right. He, his dome head lowers, uh, and, and then just appears, and his consciousness is transferred to the one in the. Well, now that's my question. Do they have more than just one of this Hane 2 or Hanjiro, whatever you want to call it, yeah. all over the place? Yeah, I would assume they do. It's, the, the consciousness is just his consciousness. And much like the old comics character, No Man, he has duplicates of himself all over that oh, he can just jump his consciousness. Okay. Into. Okay, sure. Right, let me see how, how many of our, how many of our uh, fans recognize the No Man reference. I'm guessing one. Maybe. One. <laughs> then I then, then that's that's being generous. But uh That's fine. That's fine. But then once they actually do blow the monster up, mm -hmm. for some reason the geyser is now working the right way again. Right. Well the capsule might have been blocking it. That's what I was thinking. Um, going to guess and somehow it had changed the yeah the geysers <clears throat> geysers fantastic the hot springs are great and they all want to take a bath except uh grumpy man says no we have to complain we have to make dark and yeah. fill out reports yeah. really now paperwork come on <laughs> it's a good soap it's very upsetting that they didn't show them soaking <laughs> I would have enjoyed that part of it yeah yes. they could have been hanging out it's all steamy <laughs> it would have been good it would have been good uh but uh, let's talk about let's talk about Mons Monsagar Monsagar. Yeah, I believe you're putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable, but I could be wrong. 
<laughs> Monzagar wouldn't have a hyphen, I don't think. Okay. Monzagar. It sounds much more European. Okay. Then I'll go with it. Um, Maybe. Could so, be. Fair enough. Yeah. Go ahead. So his original appearance is um, from Ultraman Dino. Oh, <laughs> Shock. Uh, Dino Monster came back on a repeat of Dino? No. Yeah. Episodes 1131 of Ultraman Dino. Okay. Fair enough. Um, let's see here. He is 65 meters tall, 68,000 tons. His home world is the planet Mirani. Right. Oddly, it's not Agar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but his affiliation is with the alien Mirani. There you go. And uh, let's see. Uh, his first appearance, of course, the Phantom Shooting Star from Ultraman Dyna. And his latest appearance, this one. Obviously. Let's Good. see if we have a roar going. Okay. Okay. That'll work. Yep. There you go. All right. I don't think it was the same roar, though. I don't remember. It doesn't sound roar. familiar is what I'm saying. I don't remember the roar. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, now, Ultraman Decker. Um, trivia. This is a new suit for Monzagar. You got me doing it. Um, <laughs> and it's built specifically for this appearance. Okay. Which, gets a lot, which got a lot of support from the production team to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Ultraman Dyna. Fair enough. Um, Takanori Sujimoto also added that uh, Monzagar has a lot of potential... That it can be upgraded further in the future. Ooh, foreshadowing, perhaps. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Additionally, his appearance is also to coincide with uh, Hanajiro's screen time, considering that he is a source of inspiration. Also, oh, be, okay. He is meant to coincide with Hanajiro getting his new name, because Hanajiro also debuted in the same episode as... Monzagar from time. Oh. Yeah, they're going deep. I got going deep. But now, that's, that's where I'm going to give them credit is the adults that saw Dinah growing up, they will, re- they may remember these monsters and, and again, they're only in their 30s. Right, they the might head. remember it. Maybe. I have no such power. <laughs> None, none whatsoever. Well, we haven't seen Dinah, so no. we can't say we don't remember it. And even nope. if we did, we might not remember yeah. it. Just so you know, guys, the uh, Monzagar figure uh, was released three times by Bandai in their Ultra Monster series. Uh, 1997. Um, let's see here. <laughs> the figure... Uh, was made of red vinyl, but the droopy look of the eyes and lack of detail made it a downer. I gotcha. However, the 2000 release was better looking as it was more detailed, um, and the eyes were not as droopy. The last release was in 2009. Uh, It's now a huge improvement. Okay. As it was now made in... I've never seen this word before. Prepare yourself. Go ahead. It's... M- mahogany vinyl, not mahogany. I know what you're thinking because <laughs> you're like, I can see that you fool face <laughs> getting ready. No, it's M O H A G N E. Nah, see, yeah, mahogany, mahogany, yeah, or, or mogane. I don't know, <laughs> but it's dark red, purplish is what they're saying. Okay, uh, fair enough. The uh. 
Detail-wise, the figure improved its uh, to all its predecessors, but did not fix the generations-old problem of the weird pupil position. Okay. Wow. So, uh, all, all Monzagar figures to date always have eyes that look diagonally upward. So, <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, okay, so fine. the only the, and Bandai is the only person of uh, the only company to have released any figure for this kaiju. Makes sense. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I guess that's that. It is about that. Yeah, good stuff. Um, We did it, Pat. That's another one of the books. That is. (laughs) That is. (laughs) But um, I I like, uh, it's it's a slow ramp up to this series. A little bit more. Again, they're getting better with the CG. I'm glad. What I don't like is... Now, when they show the training, I'm fine that the training is going to be goofy CG. Yeah, I like. I think that's a nice I touch. I think that's better. If they had shown that the first episode was just training CG again, that probably would change my whole thought of the series. <laughs> but I'll take what I can but get. Clearly, it wasn't because it had to happen. I know for him to you know for him to become yeah, Ultraman yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. No, I, I get it. Just saying. Well, we're both yawning. Good story, everybody. Oh, it was terrible. It was my fault. I've been yawning the whole pod. Yeah. Just not loudly. Yeah, Pat's been doing a really good job, but I caught me in the middle of a <laughs> it caught me in the middle of a word. It was like, well, it's over now, everybody. I can't do it. <clears throat> so you got any recommendations this week? No, not really. I haven't really started to watch anything new. I haven't listened to anything new. I gotta get back to, uh, Malcolm Gladwell just redropped the revisionist history. The new oh. season, so I got to get back into that. And okay, you just mentioned the Dana Gould podcast did have a drop in August, so I yeah, so there's two and a half hours of your life gone, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, this week I'm gonna recommend if you're not watching it, the Orville New Horizons on Hulu. Oh, god, don't have Hulu, it is the best Star Trek on uh, television, it is, and I'm including all new Star Trek with that because it's still better. The Original Orville is about to drop on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Yeah, it's all coming Disney Plus, so, so you'll catch up there. And then the new Doctor Who is also going to be dropping on Disney Plus as well. Right. Now, I don't know if it's going to be same day or day after, but it's coming out on Disney Plus. Pat, I can keep current again. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, I went down to Princeton Record Exchange recently. Right. The amount of used Doctor Who stuff they have is staggering. Really? Like, classic stuff, too. And I'm like... I got a bunch of stuff I got to sell, and I'm like, do I just take it down there as trade-in value so I can get classic stories I don't have? (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Just just put them all out on Blu-ray and make my life a little easier so they're in a freaking set. Smaller set. Yeah. the, the, The real estate is obnoxious. I know. If any of you guys have the individual releases of all the James Bond movies, right, and you look at those on your shelf and you're like, dear God, that's too many. Um, and then, zoop, they shrink the it all together. Yeah, the Blu-ray is box so set is so tiny. Smaller, right? It's so much smaller. So tiny. It really is. The Imagine just how many individual DVD boxes there are for Doctor Who oh, from God. 1963 to 85. I know. I know. I know. It is literally an entire shelf of my <laughs> library. 
it is. Front I've to seen back. It. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not, it's not done even. No. Like, I don't have everything. There's like 40 titles I don't have. I know. Oh. I know. It's crazy. Oh. It is absolutely crazy. God, just put them out in a box, guys. Come Please. on. Put them out in an affordable box. If you affordable could. would be the keyword. They're starting to put them out in boxes. $60. Affordable. $60 box sets are not affordable. Not great. Nope. You nope. guys. I know. Because clearly I'm not the guy that won the Mega Millions this, year, this no, week. No, it was in Illinois. Yeah. <sighs> the big billion. I'm hoping that's like... I'm hoping it's a bunch of people who chipped in from work. Would be nice. Because would be nice. I one person one with person a billion dollars, even if they only take the half a billion up front. You know what? Still half a billion. It's way more than six seventy it's almost seven hundred. Yeah. And so it's seven hundred, then you gotta figure tax. taxes after that. Yeah. It's still walk away with how many arguments do you think I got in this week about Well look, this is what you get after tax. No, it's the cash option, you jackass. Yeah. <laughs> So like, yeah, that's the cash you get. I'm like, no. Then you get taxed on that. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. No. I'm like, dude, are you want to go out in the parking lot and we'll settle this on the internet? Like, man, you know, like, <laughs> look this up. I'll take, let's go outside where the reception's better and do this properly. <laughs> we'll Fair. settle. I'll settle your head. <laughs> Tag. Exactly. Um, oh, yeah. Auntie Donna. That's another uh, recommendation this week is the Auntie Donna. Uh, it's a it's a um, sketch comedy group. Oh, they okay. do a podcast as well. Okay, but there's also a set on. Uh, I think it's on Netflix called Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Um, oh, if, now I'm gonna have to look. At if Netflix. you like Monty Python, I do. I know you do. This will be right up my alley. Oh yes. Okay, I will look yes. it up then. All right, so guys, uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Do the things. We thank you again for coming and tuning in, as always. Now let's see if you know the Suicide Prevention Talk Line. 988? There it is. Ah, there you go. He knows it now. It's yeah. an easy one to remember. People. You, you can still text uh, TALK to that number. 741-741. That's right. Um, because they still have it still rolling out, apparently. Right. They're still taking their time to get it. But yeah, that's correct. Do do that thing because the world is better with you. So, on behalf of the Science Patrol, I'm Rich Bowen. I'm Pat Rooney. So, I forth you guys. Take care, everybody. Bring back fire. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.